Hello. I mean, oh, there she is. It, there she is. It muted itself. I thank God you said there's no mic sign. I like looked down and I was like, oh, I'm muted. <laughs> did you did you hit it with your double chin, Queen? Girl, you know it's hands free up in here. I'm not trying to get no ticket. My gay ass is in Texas. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, and joining me is, as always, live in route and somewhere in bumfuck Texas via telephone, we have Maxwell Esposito. Reporting to you live from I-40 in the middle of nowhere, Texas. Yes, uh-huh. it is I. Careful, they can smell the gay there, girl. Careful, be very careful. They see those California plates and they're like, get them. I think that's, I mean, very, very that for sure. They want you libtards to be taken care of. I've seen so many pickup trucks. It is very disturbing. Our environment is not moving anywhere anytime soon. And it's all (laughs) Texas's fault. Pickup trucks are very aggressive. I mean, like, that's not an an untrue statement. Uh, No Diana today. Obviously, the the bebe needs to get a checkup or something. I don't know. It's going to be a lot of that in the future, poor gal. Um... So wait, mother to be has to be mothering. So you're you are like a week into your road trip now. Yes, how's I everything going? Are you loving? I've been having a really nice time. You know, I've been trapped in Northeast LA basically since the beginning of the pandemic. I have made very few steps out. I've stayed in California. <laughs> basically, I've actually stayed in California. I've not left the state since 2019, November, when I went for that wedding. <laughs> So oh, that's this, right. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So this feels really great. This is really the breath of fresh air I needed. Um, it was really nice. We saw my in-laws, my mother-in-laws. We went for sushi. We went shopping. We got, had, um, we got you know, Julian's mother-in-law. We got her a, 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 a Telfar bag. So we got to be at the mall in our matching Telfar bags. It was very <laughs> cute. And then we got to go to, you know, see the other family. We got to see his Nana in uh, New Mexico and his cousins. So is New Mexico pretty progressive or, I mean, I know it's not like overly populated. I know it's like mostly a scenic state, but is it pretty progressive? You know, we did not do a ton of town time, to be honest. We very much spent just like a lot of time with the family by the pool. But I mean, I didn't feel hated. I definitely am more scared to get out of the car here in Texas than I was to get out of the car in um, <laughs> New Mexico. You know, I saw I saw a sprout. You know, we went to a sprout and there was somebody with a rainbow mask on in New Mexico. I was like, okay, okay. Oh, I love I that. Feel loud. Yeah. You know, but. But uh, no, I mean, I've definitely seen more Trump flags and American flags since leaving than, um, you know, being in L.A. But it's been, you know, uh, it's been a really great time. The Fourth of July was really chill. We got to fall asleep to a thunderstorm. Which oh, that's my, so great. Ugh. Right. My Midwestern ass was like, yes, I miss yes. that. I miss that. You know, like whenever we do get thunder in L.A., 
if we ever get rain and it thunders like there are so many people who are like oh my god the thunder woke me up and i was like I, that's not how it works for me like the moment i hear a little bit of rumbling she gets sleepy I know I like want to run to bed when I hear thunder. I'm even if I'm not sleepy, I'm like, oh bitch, we should be horizontal right now. I hear thunder. <laughs> like I am ready to be lullabied to sleep. But I mean, the trip has been great. I do miss LA a little bit. You know, not getting side salads everywhere has been very stressful. I miss, hey, you know, the side salad in the Midwest are fries. Okay, so you just fucking get, and the ketchup is the actual vegetable. So you I, just take care of that. I, I remember, don't you know, half my family has diabetes and they all grew up in Illinois. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, listen, my grandmother uh, went blind from diabetes after she knew good goddamn well that she had diabetes from drinking Pepsi and she just kept drinking that Pepsi. She was like, uh-uh, chug, chug, chug. Who needs to see? Who needs to right? see? I mean, I had an aunt lose a leg, so I, I, <gasps> I know, so. Oh my God. I mean, I don't want to, I, I definitely have a very close family member who lost a toe recently and acted like it wasn't a big deal. And I'm like, um, I don't know. I like to have 10 toes. It's just something I've been, I, I, and even the smallest ones, um, they, ha they have a place. So wait, you took, you took part in the colonizer holiday. Did you see fireworks and all that? I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I partook. I mean, I went to a barbecue that was at a family house and we heard fireworks. Love that. Um, yeah, but um, no, we didn't really do anything holiday-like. I mean, it was really just all family. It's been really nice. Um, how was your 4th of July? Did you do anything patriotic? Not a fucking thing. I pulled my blackout curtains. Uh, you know, yes. it, it, it's crazy because it doesn't seem... The holiday weekend didn't seem very busy here in LA, but I didn't go to the beach. And I'm only take I'm only um basing that on the amount of people who are at the restaurant across the street. And it didn't seem like it was very wild. I mean, the weather was great here, but I'm I feel like I kind of got a little bit of a cold um from smoking weed with strangers. Now that the world is awake, the world is awake and we're back out amongst the folks. And I guess I just can't say no to a past joint. So, um, so leading, I, leading up to the weekend, I kind of had like a congested nose and my head was kind of foggy. So I was like, I'm just going to stay home and lay low. You got the gay cold. I got the gay cold, which it's like, which I mean, I get it. We are all pent up and we were all ready, but like, who is ground zero for this cold? You know what it was? It was one of those grinder gays, one of those grinder gays that never stop. Don't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. That, that kind of gay. Don't, don't blame the app. Blame the person. <laughs> well, I well, think grinder gay is a species of gay now, isn't it? Can't we? Isn't that like a, a subset of gay? I mean, um, I guess like it's like ordering an Uber. You're a grinder gay. <laughs> you know, now it's like an Uber is a verb. Grinder gay is an adjective. It's it's fine. Yeah, um, exactly. We have, to, we have very important things to talk about. How is learn the words, bitch? You, you, oh, you ran, my you ran the party without me. I felt so I was I missed it. I I was very sad to not be there. Well, I'm sure Mossy might be listening. So everything was great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen, everything was great. I learned the words, bitch, uh, had their six year anniversary this week. You were very missed. Um, uh, uh, and uh, I, I think, it, I mean, first of all, there's nothing like sweating inside. 
uh, <laughs> to really make you feel like you're at home. Um, it was it was actually lovely. I mean, I, of course, feel like I was a little uh, testy at times because she hasn't been around that many people in a long time. Um, uh-huh. You know, this is the thing. It's like, remember Maxwell pre-COVID when you when we would have when people would be having so much fun during Learn the Words Bitch that we'd have to be like, settle down. Like yes. you're all talking yes. and you know, you can't, and I'm yelling over this microphone. Well, being in Zoom for a year and not having to compete with anyone else, like I didn't realize that that would have been something that I was, <laughs> I would have missed. Cause like, it was the instant gratification of laughter and everything that, that, that makes me love the show. But mm-hmm. I was also like, excuse me, will you all be quiet? <laughs> like these, these, these gays we were like literally just rooting for one of their favorite contestants to be like top three, but it wasn't registering as them yelling the name of the contestant. It was basically to me from stage, like, uh, sounding like just like yelling you know and I was like excuse me could you all just stop being assholes <laughs> oh you poor thing and, Who won? And, uh, um, a, a very new brand new uh, baby queen her name was Nija um, it, it came between uh, Nija, Matthew Crumpy, and um, Robert Morgan. Remember Robert Morgan, the the cute little um, heavy metal king? Like he? Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, I saw I saw them on Instagram. So I now it's all coming back to me. That's great. I love that. Bitch, he's yes. never made top three. He's never made. He's not ne- like he's never placed. So it was it was super cool to see that. It, but but like. Basically, Learn the Words, bitch, was almost a full drag show because there were just, we had a lot of COVID queens, you know, a lot of little gals, a lot of little gals who just popped out um, uh, during the pandemic. So the pandy birthed a lot of drag queens. Um, You know, Meatball and Pickle are always amazing. Um, I got to We got to be careful with giving him those mics, though. I, I, mean, I mean, I was I wasn't there to cast them. That was all you. So well, when you have when you have other girls who are used to being MCs as well or handling a microphone, um, I mean, it's just secondhand to talk in it, even if you're not saying anything important. And I'm looking at you, Pickle. <laughs> I was gonna say, and I I know I know Pickle loves a number, even if it's not a musical show, she still wants to sing. So. Yes, yes, and she loves to chat. And the thing, she was like having like one-on-one conversations with Meatball during the show on the microphone, and I was like, no, girl, that's not how this works. But it was great to be back in the bar. I mean. The Akbar got a few new lights, so it was like lit actually kind of fierce, you know, and um, it was just great to have like everyone piling in to the bar again. That said, um, I did feel droplets of spittle on my face and from the audience and actually it was rather comforting. Isn't that gross? (laughs) Yes, you're, I mean, you know, I, I've said this once and I'll say it again. Your, your central Illinois is showing, you know? I mean, yes. So, I did, mean. It, it, did 10 people sign up for Learn the Words? Was yeah, there- yeah. And we could have had more for sure. But I definitely put the kibosh on uh, anyone going over 10. Um, 
it, it, it was great. Like, like Brad performed again. It was just nice to see everyone there. And, you know, even though there, we did have a few missing familiar faces such as yours, um, there were so many new faces and people also were like, um, and this is an also an extended gratitude to towards you, Maxwell. I heard uh, uh, from countless people yesterday that they were so happy that we continued to learn the words during COVID that we really did get them through COVID. Um, some people thanked us for uh, turning them on to uh, IMHO and those gals because they didn't know who they were. So, you know, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like we really, really manned the house last year. And now I'm very excited to see uh, us back in action and back in the fucking bars. Um, Me too. I can't wait to get back. I will literally be in Vegas on August 1st and be back in Los Angeles, August 2nd for learn the words, bitch. So you're going to be a tired hoe. You're going to be a tired hoe. Oh, yes. You're going to hear me on the Tony Soto show that following Wednesday, like, hello, like Lindsay Lohan in 2008. I am going to sound like SIGs and vodka and dehydration. <laughs> so and wait, I, I don't I don't do SIGs or vodka, but I know I sound like that. I so will wait, sound like her. What's your next stop, Maxwell? What's your next stop once you get through Texas? Like, what's your next date? So I'm, we are going to Texas right now and we are going to visit some friends in Dallas for two nights. And then afterward, we will be spending the weekend in Atlanta. So I will oh, be in Oh, fierce. Yes, I will be in Atlanta, Georgia from the 8th to the 11th. And then we're going to, I'll be, next time we talk, I'll be in Richmond, Virginia. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus. The Virginias. <laughs> I have, I have a, I have a cousin there. So then, and then I'm going to work, go to DC, New York. Chicago and home. That's amazing. This is great. I mean, listen, honestly, I I'm hoping that your connection lasts all through this month because it's nice to play where in the world is Maxwell Saspacito, you know? Yeah. Yes, totally. I was, I think Tuesday I should, I think this will actually be the only time I'm in transit when we are recording. I think I will be stationary all the other times. Well, good, because I have to read all the listener questions and everything else. I have to take a screenshot today. I mean, the cross that I'm carrying is very heavy, Maxwell. I would like you to point that uh, negative energy (laughs) towards Diana, because I have had this trip planned for three months, and she let us know she was not going to be here on, like, Tuesday. So let's let's just... (laughs) Let's just, you know, really like make sure we're putting your energy in the right direction because I am having a great time. I love Diana's uh, just remember. And I was like, I don't remember. (laughs) That's funny you say that because in my head, I was kind of like, I didn't realize that that message was saying, I mean, I didn't go back and read it, but I don't remember it being like, by the way, I'm not going to be here Tuesday because I'm having a party this weekend. I just remember hearing about the party. No, well, no, well, I, I, I did remember after that because she did. Well, maybe she told me. No, I think she told us she was like, I had to request or I had to switch shifts so I could have a baby shower. She's like, they wouldn't even give me the day off for my baby shower. But for me, that could have happened last week or not. I'm not good with time or dates or anything like that. But anyway. Yeah. But anyway, it's Diana's fault, not mine. That's <laughs> Sorry, Diana, it's your fault. Uh, Let's take a quick break. When we come back, guys, we have a very, very exciting, fabulous drag queen and 
uh, photographer to the stars. Um, our guest this week is the amazing Gabriel the Queen. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. Now, guys... I'm excited about this guest because this guest is not only a stunning drag queen in her own right, but she also just works with a lot of clowns. She's a fabulous photographer. I was uh, fortunate enough to be photog- uh, f- photographed by her, uh, photographed by her recently. And um, I'm just thrilled to announce Gabriel the Queen. Hi, Gabriel. Hi. Hi, Hi Gabriel. How's it going? Yeah, you're you're on the Tony Soto show, bitch. Basically, I'm surprised it's taken us this long because you've basically worked with every single one of our guests in the past. I have, I have. I was actually listening to um, a few of your podcasts before this, and I was like, oh, worked with her, worked with her, worked with her. <laughs> yeah, you you've lied now now which came first because you are a photographer and a stunning photographer at that, but you're also a great bearded drag queen. When what came first, the chicken or the egg? The first was um, the photography. So I was a photographer first. And actually, the first drag queen I worked with was LaDonja Estranja. We just had her on the show. And it's kind of like, so So this is kind of like um, a full circle moment uh, for you with that. With yeah, that it, was, because- it was crazy because, you know, like, I actually, when I moved to LA, I really didn't know what Drag Race was. Um and then I saw an episode and I became instantly Oh, you mean obsessed. the good old days? Oh. The good old days, yeah. And so I reached out to Laganja, be- uh, and this was before she was, like, even announced. And so we did a shoot, and she came by, and she's like, hey, so I'm going to be on the show. And I was like, oh, my God. And so we shot, like, her promo outfit and stuff like that. And it was really great. And it was really great to see her at that, like, drag queen shoot again. You know, it was just, like wow like you know like how much she's grown and like it was like you know she was like open about her transition at that point and it was just like really wonderful to see like she just was like glowing I actually just texted Laganja a couple of days ago to say exactly that I was like I just need you to know that the light that you're carrying with you right now is unmistakable like she just is so much happier like you can just tell it's like a whole energy shift you see that too Maxwell yeah. Yes, we. I mean, we definitely had her on the show at the very start of the pandemic, and then we had her. I mean, let's just say at the end of the pandemic, two weeks ago, and day and night, the energy with her, and it was beautiful to see because, yeah, I mean, it was a scary time for all of us, but it seemed that she was really kind of going through something. So it's nice to see that there is she has lifted that uh, weight off her shoulders, whatever yeah. that was. And the thing is, is like, I, I'm definitely not trying to to air anyone's laundry, but if you go to the, if you listen to Laganja's first episode on the Tony Soto show, it was a money issue. And this is like where we get when it comes to like, uh, uh, drag and this new drag economy and that even though some of these girls have been on the game show and they've had extra steps and perks, um, yeah. you know, not everyone is great with money or not everyone makes as much money as certain queens and whatnot. Um, now you That's said when true. you, you said when you moved to LA, where did you move to yeah. LA from? 
before here, I was in San Francisco. Um, and before that, I was in Seattle. So after college, I was like, I was going to go to law school. I had taken my LSATs. Um, and I was like, my. you know, I'm ready for this. And then I worked at a law firm. And I was like, I would rather jump out this 40-story building window than ever do this. Like, ever. And so... <laughs> did you, now, did you... Did you study law or do you study photography? I mean, did, was this like your destiny or what? It was, I studied political science and international studies. At the oh, University you and I could have fun grown-up conversations. Yeah. Oh, she's political and, savvy. She's political yeah. savvy. She knows things. Oh, I love. <laughs> Keep going. And so afterwards, I, I was like, I can't do this. So I quit my job. I bought a camera. And I backpacked Southeast Asia for, I think it was like two months. And it was in Southeast Asia where I took a, I took a picture of a little girl in Hoi An, Vietnam. And I posted it like on my, back then it was called like a Zanga, like a Zanga, like a little live journal thing. You know, remember? Yes, <laughs> of course. Yes, bitch. Yeah. And yes. so I posted it on that. And then when I had like internet again in like Cambodia or something, um, I had all these emails from like National Geographic and Travel Magazine wanting to buy the rights to that picture. And that's when I was like, okay, I think I can do this for a living if I really wanted to. That's amazing. So like, so, so, well, real quick, I just want to say that I completely relate to you when it comes to you being a lawyer. It was the same like when I went to makeup school. Like when yeah. I went to makeup school here in Hollywood, the only thing I learned was I never want to put makeup on another person's face ever again. Um, so, I feel like so many drag queens are like that. Like, you know how, you, as a drag queen, you must get like- Well, you're only here. Can you paint me? Can you paint me? Can you paint me? Yeah, oh, I, I say I say no. I am like, no. Yeah. So, but so, but wait, so you, you, um, you bought a camera, you went on this life-changing trip, you yeah. took a random photo. Now, when you're like, I think I can do this, then did you, did you start like learning about lighting? Because Maxwell has a, a degree in photographer, photographer. fuck me photography yeah right don't you isn't that what your degree is in maxwell yes i do have a degree i have a degree in photography that's why i was curious where you went to if you did go to school for that because you know there's so many places to go i've i've never once taken a class for photography it's always been a very like um like oh have you done this before and i'm like yeah and then i'm like okay i gotta figure out how to do this fake it till you make it yeah, absolutely, Queen. Listen, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy on how like, because, you know, it's like, um, oh, how am I supposed to get somewhere if I need to have experience and I can't get there if I don't get experience? It's like, lie. <laughs> lie. Because if you're bad, they'll fire you and whatever, you know, but if you're good, you'll have National Geographic taking or calling you. Yeah, so I had a nonprofit send me to India and Nepal for six weeks, photographing the most, I guess, depressing things ever. Because, you know, they send you to these villages to basically like capture what they're trying to fix. And um, I came back from that. And like, I think to this day, those images are still my favorite because they're just so stunning. But then, you know, that like dwelled into like, I had a friend that was like, I'm getting married. I want you to photograph my wedding. And I was like, well, I've never photographed a wedding. And she was like, I don't care. I want you to do mine. So I was like, okay. So I photographed a wedding. Are you still friends with her? Yeah. And- oh, good. Because <laughs> yeah. listen, that's a, I know <laughs> photographers who are like, you, we do weddings because that's the coin. 
but yeah. that it's the most miserable is what I've heard from photographers is that it's the it, most miserable. It can, be, it, it can be bad. It's never the bride. It's always the mother in my case. Oh yeah. Moms are the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they truly are because they, 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 I mean, let's face it. Moms <laughs> look at their daughters uh, or son's wedding days as also their days. It seems so stressful, the wedding photography thing and like the responsibility of making the brides look beautiful. I just couldn't. And what yeah. if they're not, what if you like get the shit back and they're not good? Right? Yeah, I know it's it, it kind of gives me a rush that's why I like it it's very like ooh, I have like only a few moments to capture this beautifully but luckily in the 10 years I've been doing it I've only had one bride that's been like I am very unhappy with these and she wasn't even my bride I was just filling in for my friend who got pregnant and uh, uh, yeah <laughs> I could relate to that too no. so, yeah. <laughs> but wait let me let me let me just try to break this down because in my head in my head it sounds to me like you got very lucky like you 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 went in this one direction and you're like i don't really like that direction and then you chose a whole other direction and like it sounds like your first photo people were like we're into you why drag queens then like why would you take a step back um I was just like, you know what? I need a challenge. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, because you do you do images for friend of the show, uh, Trixie Mattel, uh, yes. for for her cosmetic company. You work with Meatball, like yeah. like what what was? And I, I know you're was how much time between Laganja's photo and then like now you're just a big old photographer yeah. of Queens. Uh, well, Laganja, I guess that was like what? When was season six? Like ten years ago now? Like. Yeah, so um, I, when I moved to LA, you know, I was like, okay, well, I need to like network and get my name out there. You know, LA is such like a saturated market. So I was just like, and then, so my friend, my roommate was just like, you need to photograph like drag queens are so like beautiful and creative. And so I actually, that's how I reached out to Laganja and Laganja came over and got ready in front of me. And that was just like, that was it. I was addicted at that point. Like I was fascinated with the transformation. And that's, I think at that moment, that's when I was like, I'm going to do this one day. That, that, that was my next question. I was like, yeah. oh, because, because, you know, I ask myself constantly, I'm, I'm like in this like internal battle right now with drag because post COVID, it just doesn't seem lucrative for me. Cause like, it seems yeah. like bars are reaching out to game show girls and it's like, where 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 do we fit um but there's something about like the moment you put that lash on you know that you're yeah. like like seeing the transition is is and i can and i know that that is like the thing that'll get you so when did you when did you become gabriel the queen so gabriel the queen came i think i started it was like four years ago I got broken up with. So it was like very sad. Always starts with a man, doesn't it? Those sons yeah. of bitches, ruinous, <laughs> make us cross-dressers. And so, you know, being like a creative, I was like, well, I'm going to channel this sadness into something creative. And that's when I like literally went to like Ulta and got like what I could. And it didn't start as drag. It started as more as like maybe dripping my, my head in black or, you know, more like, I guess sad and you know depressing kind of uh, things and uh and then I was like well I'm gonna learn how to do a wing and also while I was photographing <laughs> like I, I photographed like I, I remember photographing kimchi and I was like sitting there watching kimchi get ready 
and like another, for another show for another show kimchi for another show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you know saw her get ready and i was like okay i think i can do that and i would just step by step and then like trixie too i photographed trixie and like I saw how she would like contour her head. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah, like what not to do. You, you learn from Trixie. You're like... <laughs> exactly. I was like, okay, I don't want that cheap. <laughs> um, but that's how it like slowly started coming along. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know when, like finally one day I was like, okay, I'm going to like start doing it full looks. And actually Laganja, I told Laganja, I was like, I'm starting drag. And she came by and had like two trash bags of just the, like drag she didn't use anymore. I love that. Yeah. So, like, the first wig I photographed Laganja in, she gave me, and I still have. And it's, like, a special, like, memory for me. Why don't you tell people what, uh, tell people about Gabriel the Queen, like, what her aesthetic, who is she? <laughs> Gabriel the Queen, like, I, for me, it's, like, I'm, like, I feel like I'm a buffet because I just grab little things from, like, everywhere that I like. You really, I really do. Like, you're painted, you're jeweled, you're, yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people are like, what's your, like, your thing? And I'm like, I guess lazy, because I don't like to corset. (laughs) I mean, she's a bearded queen for a reason. And you know, it's because it's because she doesn't want to contour. (laughs) Exactly. I save time. And then like, all my like dresses are empire waist. So I don't have to like. (laughs) You're doing drag right, girl. If you ask me, you're doing doing it all right. Uh, Now, I mentioned before. For me, it's just like. Yeah. No, go ahead, please. No, no, I mean, I'm just saying that for me, it's just like inspiration from everyone that I've worked with. I think that's my drag. Definitely colorful. That's actually, that's beautifully set because you look at all the queens that you interact with and I see your final, I mean, you do see it. You do see it with Gabriel the Queen. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of the interview that uh, you contacted me for a photo shoot and yeah. that doesn't happen for me a lot. I just need to say, <laughs> and you were so fun. It was brief, but you were so fun to photograph because you are there with the validation queen. So I just wanted to say that I appreciate, I mean, I've never had a photographer say, oh, that one gave me chills. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, everyone, you know, my number one rule when I'm photographing is like, have fun, just have fun. Don't overthink it. Like, no matter what, we're going to get a great image. So yeah. just, like, relax, have fun. And, like, yeah, like, and like all of, all of you that day killed it. Like, it was just so fun. Because we all, like, I think we were all excited to see each other after so long. We hadn't, like, worked. And it was just, like. That, I mean, like, first of all, that was also the first time I've been in full geesh with some girlfriends who I adore. You know what I mean? Since COVID. Yeah. So it was just nice to be, like. And it was nice to be in our altars, you know? It was nice to be in that situation again. And it was a cute studio. It felt very busy. So- Yeah, nice and nice and air-conditioned. <laughs> girl, and I had like literally just the week before I had come off of a, a film shoot that was so hot. And it was like, and I wore the wrong dress. It was just so hot, so. But uh, uh, the day before, I think we had, I just had uh, photographed Meatball and we had the studio that was just like so hot. And I was like, this is... And that bitch can sweat, like, yeah. drop of a dime. So, like, now that the world is open, I mean, what's what's next for you? What's going on in uh, Gabriel's world now? Well, now I feel like I've actually never been busier because I feel like everyone's just super excited to get back into things. And also, I'm saying yes to, like, shoots that I would, like, I had stopped doing a long time ago, like, 
family events or family portraits, like I would, I'd be like, no, like get your child away from me. I don't want to photograph that. But now because I haven't worked in over a year and a half, I'm like, yes, I love it. Let's do it. You know, like, like, I don't care. No, I mean, absolutely. Well, you know, um, I can't wait to work with you again. I would also like to do some drag with you, bitch, because, uh, and you're performing live soon. Aren't you going to be at precinct again soon? Yeah, I'm doing You Got Mail with like Meatball, Bitch, Laganja, Pandora, Fina, and Amber. Is that like this weekend? The, the 23rd. The 23rd. Uh, oh, oh, thank God. Oh, I was like, yeah. God, am I losing? I don't know what, <laughs> like, like I, I, I'm just, I've just already started ghosting because there's just too many things to fucking go to. Uh, well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, okay. we're going to do our listener questions of the week. Max, are you still with us? Uh-oh. We'll be right back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We are back with the show and listeners. We love hearing from you, your questions, concerns, comments, critiques, or compliments. So please send them to us. All you have to do is go to the Tony Soto show.com. And it's right there. Top says, leave a message for Tony Soto. Uh, And that is me. Um, So because Diana uh, is gone and this being her fault and Maxwell is somewhere (laughs) in Texas, trying not to get gay bashed. I am reading all the questions today because, you know, when your name is on the sign, I guess you just have to do shit. Um, So I'm going to, oh, and Maxwell just wants everyone to know she is in Texas. So if she cuts out, um, she's dead. Here we go. Our first question is from Aaron and it says, I got my first cold since the mask mandate have lessened. Uh, Why would probably, oh, wait. Why would probably seem like a legit, oh, okay. What would probably seem like a legit cold really has knocked me on my ass. I wasn't sick for over a year and now my cold feels like COVID. Maybe masks should be commonplace now? Um, well, I don't know that we were recording when I talked about this, but I also got the day cold. So, because I can't not smoke weed with people and I do feel like when you haven't been sick for a year, you're kind of like, what is this, Gabriel? Like, um, you are around people a lot. Have you gotten a cold or sick, the sniffles, anything since, and been worried that you got COVID? Um, I haven't. I had like a slight cough after a shoot, and I was like, this is it. I'm going to die. Um, but no, I haven't. Luckily, I still kind of wear my mask. Um, I was, uh, I'm in Palm Springs right now and it's, we went out, you know, the weekend and it was like the first time I'd been out at a bar and seen no one wearing a mask. And I got a little nervous. I know. I mean, like, and honestly, there's something like I was at Akbar this week uh, on Monday doing learn the words, bitch. And I did not have my mask on and, but I will put it on going to the grocery store or going to the gas station. I don't know what the difference is. I mean, if anything, those mouths are dirtier. In the fucking gay bar, you know, Maxwell. What do you think about this? You got the COVID, so have you had a whole a cold since COVID and thought that you got COVID again? Okay, so the gay cold is definitely just COVID. Y'all need to wear masks. I'm still wearing my mask on vacation. I had a friend on his close friends posting that he is vaccinated and has COVID. So well, like, yeah, because like it's not. It's I mean, there's still a small percentage that you're going to get the the vaccine keeps you from hospitalization and death not not getting it it's the same like with the flu shot like 
it's not a hundred percent. You're not gonna, you, you might still get the flu. It's just gonna be a little less. So I think we're forgetting that. That's actually a really good point, Maxwell. I think yeah. we're- I was gonna say too, like you said the bar thing. It's like, well, that is your job. Like your job is to be in that bar and like you should limit, you know, your, you know, we still should be limiting our interactions with humans in general. So like, if you're going to the grocery store, put a mask on. If you're like treating yourself to go out to a bar once a month, I mean, I think it's okay, but also be mindful that you probably could still get sick. You should probably get tested and um, yeah, yeah, just be responsible. Yeah. You know, I've traveled like, you know, I traveled a lot in Asia and they're like, when they're sick there, they still wear masks. They wear masks. For, for decades courtesy. before this. Listen, they, yeah. like, when you're in an overpopulated country, like yeah. it's no joke. Um, and Maxwell, Maxwell, thank you for reminding me that I only have one gig a month now. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I used to be somebody. Um, oh. All right. Well, listen, Aaron, wear your goddamn mask, Aaron. Jesus. Yeah. Like, keep, and, and granted, I need to do that too. Like, um, <laughs> I keep my mask in my purse. Everybody get yourself a little purse. Keep your sanitizer, your mask, and your Truvada in there at all times, divas. It is it is hot girl summer. Yeah. You know, she oh, asked, should masks be more commonplace now? And I think, yes. I yeah. think we should still be wearing masks. I, and, and honestly, I mean, I hope to be in the mentality that, like, I just, for years to come, if it's flu season, I'm wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Like, if, if it's cold and flu season... There's no reason yeah. why I need to be amongst, because listen, none of you wash your hands. Um, all right, let's move on to Caroline. And it says, have you all, oh, oh, hey, you all. Um, by the way, these are their typos, okay? So I'm not I'm not just stumbling over them because I can't read. I need the world to know. Gabriel, I need you to look at the email since I am driving and confirm that those are errors because I have a feeling that- You mind your today. business, Maxwell. I think oh, you sorry. Sorry, cut out again. <laughs> Hands at, ten, hands at 10 and 2. My bad. Sorry, I'm driving. Can't hear you. So this is from Caroline. She says, hey, you all. I love your recaps on Patreon. So when is the next one? We do need to talk about that. Also, are you talking about Drag Race season? Wait, the Drag Race season I saw on Reddit with you know who. Caroline, you know we don't talk about the fucking game show anymore because we don't care. Uh legendary is better did i not mention that um uh, we, we do need to figure out what show we're going to be recapping next on our patreon thank you so much for subscribing to our patreon we do appreciate your five dollars a month um gabriel you are surrounded by game show queens like are you constantly being bombarded by simps and uh rubes about spoilers or things about upcoming seasons or anything like that with drag race oh all the time and you know some of these queens they have a fan base that's just like insane i think that's the only way to put it. i sometimes get messages like oh can you give me this queen's address i just want to send them a little something and i'm like oh yeah sure here <laughs> you know fame is different now there is no no one should have this close of a connection to a celebrity in my day if i can just date myself if you were trying to reach out to a star you had to hand write a fucking letter we need to bring yeah. that back contacting celebrities should be like quitting gyms you should always have to write a letter 
Uh, Max- Just so everybody knows, you have to you have to contact everyone by a letter back in the day. I don't know why celebrities are the only people contacted by letter whenever Tony was growing up, but. Because who was I fucking writing besides <laughs> celebrities as a child? I wrote one letter when I was little, and that was to Janet Jackson. Did she respond? No. Mm, bitch. Uh, Maxwell, <laughs> Maxwell, what show are we going to recap next on Patreon? No, I mean, I feel like I've picked the last two. So, I mean, what are well, you Well, to be guys? fair, the recap show was birthed because you have a knowledge of crap television that we've never seen before. So, uh, mm-hmm. we, we veered mm-hmm. off to do Legendary because we're faggots and we think it's iconic. But, yeah. uh, I mean, aren't we going back to first seasons of the garbage shows that you used to watch? I mean, I we could. There's a lot of garbage television I watch. It's just the thing is, is some of it is so bad that it's really hard to find. Like, I would love to recap Kid Nation, that show where they kept all the kids in the camp for fun. Like, oh bitch. What I is a Kid love- Nation? Gabriel, do you know any? Gabriel, are you a fan of garbage television at all? Like reality? No, you know, and I just started watching um, The Great British Bake Off. With the creepy guy on it now? The bald one, yeah. Yeah. I hear yeah. he's very creepy on the set. Yeah. But I've that's it. That's hurts. literally, I've never watched, like, uh, no offense to anyone that loves these shows. Like, I've never watched the Kardashian show or actually, you know, it, like, bites me in the ass sometimes. One time I was photographing a housewife and she called me out. She's like, You have no idea who I am, do you? And I was like, No. <laughs> Good. Listen, those fucking, those puffed up bitches need that. They need to hear that every once in a while. Be like, no one knew who you were until you get on that show, you bitches. And then I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Like, do you get along with the other housewives? And she's like, oh, sweetie, you really don't watch it. Do you? Who? That's amazing. No, yeah. they don't like each other. I'm actually listening to the audiobook about the real housewives right now. I mean... We're going to recap anything. I think we should go to an old housewife. Maybe we should do like Miami or like Dallas. I'm like, down. Let's mix it up. Let's mix it up. Actually, that's actually a good idea. We'll talk about Diana. We'll, we'll talk to Diana and see what she thinks. All right, let's go ahead and close this out with our last question. Um, no, we're not recapping any future Drag Race uh, seasons ever again. So uh, thank you for asking. And I don't want to say it anymore. Um, what about dra- wait, what about Dragula though? Because that's what I thought this question was about. I thought it's because I'm not on Reddit. So when they said DR, I thought that they meant Dragula for a second. So I don't wow. know any other... Why would I? Okay, so there's more. Well, here's the thing. I don't like the boohoo. Well, the boohoo review was your thing. The boohoo review was my thing. But honestly, (laughs) that was just to get under their skin, and and it worked. And but they never, they never come across my timelines now, like in anything. Um, I mean, I do. I mean, I the 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 what is it when they when they guess who's going to be on the fourth season like i mean i've seen the projections for the fourth season and there's queens that i would like to see um i'll watch it but i'm not talking about it especially the boohoos <laughs> fuck those bitches they don't need any they, they're fine stand shutter no one knows where it is um uh, last question <laughs> is from pete and it says hey cast of the best podcast Mm -hmm. i'm a pregnant trans man and i just wanted to tell diana that she has seen oh she's not here because she's a pregnant cis woman damn it i'm sorry pete 
my partner and I never thought we were the type, the children type, but here I am in my third trimester. Many blessings to you and Mason. Oh, this is totally for Diana. <laughs> Diana, um, <laughs> look at that. Your, your pregnancy is important to folks. Um, can we talk about how we're glad we're not pregnant? Aren't you glad that you can't get pregnant, Gabriel? Isn't it just a blessing? Uh, such a blessing. I how many be... babies would you have right now if you had I a mean, uterus? <laughs> Considering how many men I've been with and my uh, uh, Mexican background, I'd probably have like 12 children. At least my right Mexican now. background. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm telling you, every time I meet Latin people and I find out that they have, because my dad's ha, my dad's Mexican, my mom's white, but they only have three kids because my mom was white. <laughs> my mom is like, no, she's like, I don't need all the help. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Maxwell, how many abortions would you would you have under your belt? Um, I mean, I was friends with a high school nurse, so a lot. Um, <laughs> My mom used to do her hair and she told me that she was like, she'd be like, you'd be surprised at how many of your friends have had abortions. Oh yeah. my I, God. I can, I can totally like, yeah, I'm thinking back about high school and it's just like, I grew up in a border town. So my, my high school was 99.8% Mexican. And so I remember like going into high school, my mom was like, don't even look at a girl. You'll get her pregnant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're all here. Like, don't worry about it. Now, how yeah, long have like, you been I'm a homo? <laughs> how long have you been a homosexual? Gay real. When did you come out? I came out when I was 24, but I like knew I was gay when I was like 14. Like, were you a late in life gay? That's never done dudes before. Or were you fucking like when you were younger as well? Oh no, I was full on gay. I just never like, I was just never like, hey, mom, dad, I'm gay. You know, like I just kind of was like, I left home for college. And then when I came back is when I was like, okay, I guess I should come out to my parents. Like, but when I came out, they were like, "Uh uh-huh. And (laughs) (laughs) they're like, listen, we know you took that advice to never look at a woman because you get her pregnant. We you took that advice swimmingly. We knew we knew my dad was like, I knew at birth, like, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean when you came out like this? Yeah. Yeah. limp wrist first just, yeah, just, just <laughs> flipping flip, flip, yeah. flip. um gabriel did you have fun on the show today i did i did i'm kind of sad it's over it went by so quick can you believe i know yeah. uh tell people where they can find you on the internet so they can see all the beautiful work that you do oh well if you want to see my drag it's on instagram it's gabriel the queen and my photography is my name gabriel gastelum and they're all linked with each other, so you'll find them. And on Twitter, I'm gay and sweaty because I am gay and very sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Oh, and yeah. TikTok, Gabriel the Queen. My TikTok's been blowing up recently. Oh, so, oh yeah. my goodness. She's an influence. I didn't know you were a Z. I didn't know you were a Gen Z girl. Oh, uh, no. If you see my TikTok, you'll notice that I'm like an old trying to TikTok. Got it. I mean, I yeah. only ever watch TikTok. So, like, I mean, I'm just sitting yeah. there and just watching all the. So, there's a lot of old people trying to do it and, and bless them. Uh, yeah. Maxwell, <laughs> tell people where they can find you on the internet. First off, as a young who also doesn't know how to TikTok, I think you do a very great job, Gabriel. I really like your TikTok. What so. did you say? As a what? I'm a, as a, I'm young. a young. I'm a young. 
I'm a young. No, honey, you're not. You're literally teetering on middle age. So let's well, just, I'm let's not, just... not going to call myself an old. I mean, that means I would be like you, and that is not what the case. But um... oh, I hate you. Tell me oh. what you on the internet. <laughs> Oh, okay. You could catch me this week on Wanna Be On Top, hosted by Shea Coulee. We have Mercedes Yvette Cycle 2 Runner Up. You can catch me on Instagram at Maxwell Esposito. Um, I'm traveling across the country. My Instagram is very exciting. Um, yeah. If you care, just keep up. I mean, I don't know. I'm a good time. Also, what a promo image for Wanna Be On Top. Who took I those? know that is true. You, I, this photographer, he's a drag queen. He's amazing at TikTok for being old, but not as old as Tony, but still old on TikTok. My God. All right, oh, guys. Oh, sorry, sorry. I can't hear you. The service. I'm in Wichita Falls, Iowa Park, Texas. Uh, remember, <laughs> listeners, that uh, if you uh, like the Tony Sutter Show, then please go to our iTunes page, subscribe to it, rate the show, leave a comment. It helps. Um, I do the Gay Power half hour every week with my good judy casey law you can find that anywhere podcasts are streamed i am a drag queen for hire so please i am cheaper and better than any of the game show queens i can say that right off the top with no fucking discretion whatsoever i know that's true so uh please hire a bitch give her some money i'm the tony soda show on literally everything that's instagram twitter and venmo and we'll be back again next week with the fabulous the iconic the stunning sherry vine see you next week bye, bye.